When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. We know that Disney and NBC Universal both announced major expansions in their theme park business. Well, Six Flags and Cedar Fair are attempting to merge to create an $8 billion theme park behemoth. The companies behind Great Adventure and Knott's Berry Farm will now be one. Of course, if regulators approve. In a joint statement, the company said they will use the name Six Flags, but keep Cedar Fair's stock ticker fun. In case you forget, you know, what they're good for. Ha! The new combined entity will own and operate 27 amusement parks, 15 water parks, 9 resorts across 17 states, Canada, and Mexico. Big theme park is upon us. And the wars are not going to be pretty. So be careful out there. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. Speaking of theme parks, I had a story sent to me to uh, chewing the fat at theblaze.com. And it is a story about people going number two. Uh, you know, pooping uh, in line at theme park rides. <laughs> so if we're going to have a big theme park, uh, we need to have some kind of plan uh, for these long lines. Like maybe, I don't know, a portable toilet somewhere a couple times in these long lines. Apparently, uh, I thought it was just, you know, I don't know, some kind of urban legend that people were, you know, dropping their trousers and pooping. (laughs) I don't want to get out of line. I don't want to lose my place. I can't make it to the bathroom, so I'm just going to poop right here in line. Holy cow. Well, apparently, uh, you know, there are stories out there on some Reddit threads. I know, I know. It's, It's a Reddit thread, so it has to be true, right? So apparently uh, people said uh, there were reports uh, live and in person in line. I am in the queue for Rise of the Resistance at Disney World. Someone let their kid take a dump on the floor and then they just walked out and left it. (laughs) Now, according to this, uh, there are people, you know, have been uh you know posting on social media sites about it happening Uh, another thread talked about uh at the popular attraction flight of passage bodily fluids no longer bother me after working at disney let's just say that the attraction i work at has what the cast ended up dubbing the poop hall because of the amount of times guests have gone in there and pooped we even put up a camera and it didn't stop it Uh, Good Lord, the poop hallway. (laughs) Two former Disneyland. It's not funny, man. I would be so, 
Uh, it's just nasty. Yeah, it's just nasty. Two former Disneyland custodial team workers have also written about uh, this topic in their book. Oh, they have a book. Uh, Cleaning the Kingdom. Insider Tales of Keeping Walt Disney's Dream Spotless. In the chapter titled Disgusting Things, former cast members as employees are referred to in uh, company parlance. Uh, there's even a name for such happenings. Human Code H. Oh, uh, yeah, we've got a human code age. Human code age. I told you when uh, when people puked uh, on the... I used to go out on those gambling ships, and it was so nasty. And people would... You know, it was all you could eat buffet before on your way out to get into international waters to gamble. And so you get out there in international waters, and people have just stuffed themselves full of food from this buffet. <laughs> and they just turn green and puke everywhere. And that's the people on the gambling ship uh uh code green code green level three code green level three so disney has their uh h code h code h code h on this ride code h on this ride oh just nasty uh code h meant custodial worker need to clean up after one of the horses pulling a main street vehicle did his business okay well now uh that's also for humans uh taking uh taking a dump in line i would be so angry i don't know what you do you know, I don't know what you what you do if you're in line and some little kid has to go to the bathroom. I guess you just have to live with it. Uh, you know, uh, but, uh, an adult. Now these stories all mention little kids, so I kind of, I kind of, you kind of get that, I guess. But uh, if it's adults, uh, we need to talk. And it wouldn't surprise me that it's adults. But Disney, you need to do something. There has to be some kind of portable porta potties set up uh, you know in the line so that people don't necessarily lose their place in line but they don't have to they can take care of their business in the porta potty please you can have the disney porta potty have it you know put up disney stickers on it or something but just so it doesn't happen you know right there in line nastiness now we'll see if big theme park will take that under advisement Coming to a country near you soon. Warning labels on meat. I know. Uh, there's a new study published this week in the journal Appetite. A-P-P-E-T-I-T-E. -T -E, Appetite. Uh, from uh, researchers at Durham University in England. I missed my study in the journal Appetite, but okay. Uh, must not have gotten the latest edition. Anyway, they uh, are explaining how they tested labels that warn people of health, climate, and pandemic risks of meat and found that all three options discouraged people from choosing meals that contained meat. Yeah, I, I, I don't believe that. Uh, you know, we have the warning labels on cigarettes. Didn't work. Well, I mean, I guess it worked. It didn't work on me. Um, you know, <laughs> uh, so, you know, that, well, it, it increased the likelihood that smokers will quit or even reduce the chances that certain people will buy cigarettes. Does it though? Does it? Okay. I, you know, okay. All right. So eating too much red meat, uh, such as burgers and steaks, according to this has been linked with health impacts like increased risk of type two diabetes, coronary heart disease, stroke, and some cancers. Eating meat is also bad for the climate as it contributes to greenhouse gases and deforestation. You know, trees are cleared to make space for cattle and feed. Meat and dairy together produce nearly 15% of global greenhouse gas emissions. 
Do they, though? Uh, top climate scientists have called for people to curb their meat consumption, especially when it comes to beef. Yeah, we want you to eat bugs, okay? We don't want you to eat beef. The meat industry has also been tied to pandemics, in part because of deforestation. It means more animals might come into contact with humans and thus are more likely to pass on diseases. And also because factory farming means lots of animals are crowded together in tight small spaces, which increases the likelihood that diseases will mutate and spread. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, that, that whole swine flu pandemic uh, from a pig farm in Argentina. Okay, I get it. So anyway, they want to uh, put these warning labels on meat. And uh, they said that they uh, were in the study. Uh, they took 1,001 people. I don't know why they took 1,001. I couldn't find 1,002. I, I don't know that. Uh, included different age ages genders and ethnicities ethnicities yeah you know what i'm talking about ethnicities no no, that's not right ethnicities (laughs) someday i will learn how to speak uh to make up nationally representative sample of the uk's population so this is in the uk now so it's not it's not here yet and they split them up into four groups each group was presented with four meal options like a meat burger seafood burger vegetarian burger or a vegan burger and asked to choose one that was question was repeated 20 times each with a different type of meat curries pizza quiches pasta dishes and so on but while the four groups answered the same question they saw different things one group just saw the images of all meal options meat seafood vegetarian and vegan while others saw the meals paired with either a climate warning label a health warning label or a pandemic warning label beneath the climate warning label included an image of a deforested area with a factory in the background the health label showed someone having a heart attack and the pandemic label depicted depicted caged animals all those labels reduced the meat selection by between seven and ten percent okay uh, I, I gotta tell you, uh, if you show me a steak with someone having a heart attack, I would say, wow, uh, that's not going to happen to me. <laughs> that steak looks too good. I'm going to go ahead and have that. I mean, that's all right. Uh, warning labels are, of course, limited in how much information they can get across. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, so we'll see if we're going to have warning <laughs> Labels on meat. I just come on now. Uh, warning: Eating meat can contribute to climate change. So I guess I'm gonna go ahead and contribute to climate change today because I'm gonna go ahead and buy that steak. And while I'm eating that meat, I'm gonna know that my skin is soft and moisturized because I've used Quinn Pittman's goat milk soap now last week i talked to quinn on the show and he's an amazing young man no question uh you know he's got his first milk goats at nine he's now 16 and he's developed a successful goat milk business i mean you can go back and listen to friday's episode of chewing the fat and i talked to quinn he is uh incredible but i will say this uh it's a real soap old school hand poured made from scratch and old school means the soap cleans while moisturizing in a way that most commercial bars simply don't and that's by design uh by the way handmade is the difference between homemade and store-bought anything 
And that's especially true with uh, soap. Most people who buy soap from the store don't realize what it's doing to their skin. Store-bought soap will get you clean, but uh, while it's doing it, it's drying out your skin. And then, of course, you have to keep buying the company's other products like lotions and uh, things that they say will moisturize your skin uh, made by the same company. Huh. Funny how that works, isn't it? Now, soap... Uh, doesn't do that when it's made the right way with goat's milk. And that's what Quinn Pittman discovered when he first started learning about soap. And he's been making it the right way ever since. So if you want your skin to be clean, but also retain its moisture, you need goat soap. And you'll want Quinn's goat soap. Go to qpgoatsoap.com. Use the promo code Jeffy. You're going to get 10% off your total order. qpgoatsoap.com. Promo code Jeffy. They have all kinds of fragrances, uh, seasonal scents, pumpkin spice in the fall. Uh, they have the frankincense and myrrh for Christmas. Uh, they have Florida centric uh, with citrus and orange blossom, honey oatmeal. Uh, they have, you know, the classics, lavender and love spell. And uh, we have perhaps the largest selection of men's fragrances of any handmade soap maker anywhere, as well as, you know, a ton of ladies favorites too. So uh, go to, go to QP goat soap, and find out uh, make yourself aware of your skin being soft and moisturized with Quinn's goat soap qpgoatsoap.com promo code Jeffy gets you a discount uh, 10% off I believe your total order qpgoatsoap.com alright let's go to the break room I need something cold to drink desperately All right, so I sat through uh, Bass Reeves, uh, and I didn't that sounds bad. It wasn't bad. Uh, the first two episodes dropped on Paramount+, Plus, and we, uh, we know that there are eight episodes of Bass Reeves on uh, Paramount+. Plus. Uh, the executive producer, Chad Feehan and Taylor Swearden, uh, David Oyelowo, uh, who is the star of the show as Bass Reeves is also one of the executive producers. There's a long list of producers. Um, and so Dennis Quaid is in it. And I know we haven't seen Donald Sutherland yet, but there's some pretty big named actors in. There's a couple actors uh, that you will see and you'll go, oh yeah, uh, that guy. I love that guy. <laughs> and David Oyelowo, uh, David Oitokumbo Oyelowo, uh, who I love. I mean, I first saw him in uh, Jack Reacher back in 2012, the Tom Cruise Jack Reacher in 2012. He was awesome in that. That was, my gosh, that was in 2012. And uh, so, I mean, I, he's done a, you know, a lot of other work as well. But uh, I, lo- I love uh, David Oyelowo. And uh, so I watched the first two episodes and I enjoyed it. I will say, I'm not sure. Sh- Okay, so I want a little bit more. There were some action scenes in in the second episode, so hopefully we'll get some more of him hunting down some criminals, although I don't think so. I think this is going to be about, you know, we built up the ground where we laid the groundwork, episode one. We know where he came from. We know what where he's drawing from, what he's thinking about, how he's how he thinks. And then, you know, how he can't make a living as a, as a farmer and he's got a family and they keep having kids and he's got to find a way to feed them. And, uh, he's been, a, he ends up on the Indian reservation. So he speaks all these languages and they need his help and they come to him and ask him to be, you know, a deputy marshal. And so, uh, you know, the last question I found fascinating from Dennis Quaid, I don't know, whoever his character is in the show, um, 
was can you handle the weight of the badge and that's a that's a good that's a great question for anyone that wants to be a police officer or you know law enforcement officer can you handle the weight of the badge and there's a lot of people that answer yes to that that probably shouldn't <laughs> but of course we know that uh lawman bass reeves uh can't handle the weight of the badge i mean his life was the inspiration for the lone ranger and uh he's a fascinating character as uh as just bass reeves himself arrested all these people as a deputy u.s marshal uh you know the story of him arresting his own son um so it'll be it'll be it'll, it'll be good i enjoyed it i enjoyed the first two episodes uh now let's you know let's get to it that's my review uh the first two episodes are really good we've laid the groundwork now let's get to it Okay, uh, let's see. The Screen Actors Guild, uh, the American Federation of Television and Radio Artists, said there were still several essential items that they couldn't agree with during their negotiations with the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers, including AI, uh, the AI guidelines. So last week, uh, the studios put forth last and best and final offer. I'm sorry, last, best, and final offer. Okay, so the top executives said that uh, there would not be any more concessions. So SAG-AFTRA spent the last few days looking over the deal, and they said, uh, no, uh, we, we're not accepting it. Uh, no, sorry. So I don't know. Are they going <laughs> to... Is the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers going to come back to the table? I guess they have to. I don't know when, though. Uh, I mean, does that mean that the talks are completely shut down? If they said, hey, last, best, and final offer, you got to be willing to walk away from the table. SAG-AFTRA is definitely willing to walk away from the table. So the actors are like, oh, oh, okay, we're not going to work. So, I mean, they've initiated this work stoppage since mid-July. And uh, there's been no big negotiations have all broke down. I mean, Disney, Paramount Plus, Universal Plus, Netflix, Warner Brothers, Discovery. They're all trying to put this deal together. And it doesn't look like it's going to (laughs) happen. There's a lot of films uh, that are coming out that the work was done. I mean, Bass Reeves is another thing that just, you know, started. But nobody's promoting it because they can't promote their new stuff because of the strike so we'll see we'll see if uh this was actually last best and final offer or uh they're going to come back to the table and try to you know get the actors back to work look they both they both want to work i mean the alliance of motion picture and television producers wants the actors back to work the actors want to be back to work so they've got to work out a deal i mean this is just silly Oh, it's just silly that they're not getting what they want. Is that it, Jeff? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Just work out a deal, okay? Make it happen. Let's get back to work. We've got content to get to. (laughs) And I see, you know, we talked about Netflix uh, raising their prices. They said they weren't going to raise their prices originally until the strike was over. (laughs) Don't be silly. Uh, We can't wait for that silly strike to be over. We're going to. We're going to raise our prices anyway okay so uh they uh, they're doing it and i guess uh now they we know the details of all their new price plans okay so you can get the standard with ads 
for $6.99 a month. And that's ad-supported, all but a few movies and TV shows available on limited mobile games. Watch two supported devices at any time. Watch in full HD download on two supported devices at a time. That's $6.99 a month. That's with ads. The standard plan, unlimited ad-free movies, TV shows, and mobile games. Watch two supported devices at a time. Uh, HD, download two. You can add an extra member who doesn't live with you. Uh, fifteen forty nine a month, and I think the added the extra person that you can add is another seven ninety nine a month. So if you want to add someone who doesn't live with you, that's going to cost you eight bucks a month on your plan. Which I don't know. Okay, so fifteen forty nine a month with the standard plan, but there's only two supported devices. Now, if you want to get the premium plan, unlimited ad free movies, TV shows, mobile games, four supported devices at a time. You know, Ultra HD, download six supported devices at a time. Option to add up to two extra members who don't live with you. Oh, that's great. They're going to give me an option to add two people that don't live with me for $7.99 each a month. Okay, that's great. Uh, Netflix spatial audio, that is $22.99 a month. Plus, you know, add another if you want to add two people that don't live with you that's another what i say is a seven nine another sixteen dollars a month on top of that so that's great <laughs> you're looking at what uh, 32 38 39 almost 40 dollars a month for the premium plan and two people that don't live with you for 7.99 a month okay so there's your new netflix deals and uh, man that is something to look forward to isn't it yes jeff it is okay all right I will say without new content from the actors, uh, perhaps you might want to rethink what you're charging me because you're charging me for stuff that you don't have. Oh, we've got the availability to view all kinds of stuff that we've had in the past. I know, but nothing new. Nothing new. All right. Speaking and speaking of uh, Netflix, I see where uh, Doc Antle, uh, you remember him from Tiger King, uh, he just pled guilty to wildlife trafficking and money laundering. So federal officials say an exotic wildlife preserve owner or famous from uh, Tiger King. Uh, yeah, he was a strange bird, man. All these animal exotic wildlife people are strange birds. You can quote me on that. <laughs> So he, you know, he was known for the sale and purchasing of cheetah cubs and lion cubs and juvenile chimpanzees and tigers, and they were all protected by the Endangered Species Act, according to the Justice Department. So the 63-year-old Doc, um, who you met on Tiger King, tried to hide animal payments as donations to his nonprofit organization. The defendant held himself out as a conservationist, yet he repeatedly violated the laws. And that's according to the Justice Department. So he faces a maximum of five years imprisonment, fines up to $250,000, three years of supervised release for each count. He operates the Myrtle Beach Safari in South Carolina and is the founder of the nonprofit registered in the state called the Rare Species Fund. So investigators found evidence that Antle and a co-conspirator had also used cash acquired through the transportation and harboring of immigrants who illegally entered the country. So I wonder if the co-conspirator was the one that turned on him. Probably. Now, the jury in June acquitted him of five counts of animal cruelty. The judge in the case dismissed four more animal cruelty charges facing Antle and all charges against his two adult daughters. 
So now they still, they couldn't let that go. So they still had to bring him down. And remember, I mean, this is just uh, more Tiger King fallout. Um, you know, for, I mean, Joe's still in prison. Uh, Joe Exotic, my man at Tiger King, is still in prison. So that was for his attempt to murder Carol Baskin uh, down there in Tampa Bay. So he, I guess uh, that's right. I forgot that uh, the Tiger King, Joe Exotic, a Joseph Maldonado passage, uh, had one year shaved off his uh, his jail sentence last year because he began treatment for early stage cancer. He's in jail right down the road from me here in Dallas, Fort Worth. Uh, maybe I'll stop in and see him. Then again, maybe I won't. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Be sure to follow me on uh, the social media accounts uh, at JeffyJFR on X, uh, Jeff Fisher Radio on Instagram and Facebook. You can email the show anytime using chewingthefatattheblaze.com. I see them all. I read them all. I may not to reply but i do see them thank you very much and you can uh, follow me on youtube uh, chewing the fat with jeff fisher is my youtube channel you can order a cameo from me that's not free but uh, go to cameo and then at jeffy jfr and just uh you know order a cameo tell me whether you want me to be happy sad glad mad mean whatever you want and uh, i'll do it that's the way it works cameo at jeffy jfr so you know the other day I was sitting in on uh, Pat Gray's show, which I do frequently, and uh, I heard an interesting fact. Liver is the hardest working organ in your body. Did you know that? I did not know that. It's responsible for your weight management, energy levels, cholesterol, hormone, and brain health. Your liver is the powerhouse that holds the key to your well-being. But the thing is, everyday bad habits take a toll on your liver unhealthy eating sitting around watching tv all day not doing any sports can all lead to a sluggish fatty liver that makes you gain weight and experience chronic fatigue one in three americans has it probably even that annoying liberal neighbor you've got uh, he probably has it as well or she so uh, don't be your annoying liberal neighbor and uh, take better care of your health now there's a solution liver health formula an all-natural supplement packed with clinically proven botanicals to help you recharge and protect your liver always check with your medical professional before starting a new regimen try liver health formula and get a free bottle of nano-powered omega-3 go to getliverhealth.com slash jeffy take advantage of this deal right now that's a total discount of 64 percent you won't find this offer anywhere else so go to get liver help get liverhelp.com slash jeffy you don't want to get a fatty liver so start taking care of yourself today get liverhelp.com slash jeffy okay who died today who died today 
Taraja Ramses uh, is a stunt performer in the Marvel films, and he's been a stunt performer in uh, so many things, has died at 41. Not only him. Uh, he and three of his children were killed in a car crash in Atlanta on Halloween night. So, so sad. And this guy was, you know, part of the Fast and Furious and Avengers and the Black Panther movies. Uh, wow, I mean, three of his kids, the family is just devastated. Uh, the mom has tweeted, uh, you know, her talented son and, you know, who passed away. And I can't believe they're gone. It's just unbelievable. My favorite line uh, was uh, from uh, director Ava DuVernay, who worked with Ramesses at her distribution company, uh, described him as regal. And that uh, that's the word that comes to mind when I think of him. He walked like a king. And to me, he always acted like one. Very sad. Rest in peace to Raja. Very, very sad. Also, who died today? Evan Ellingson. Best known for his work as a teenager in My Sister's Keeper and CSA, CSI Miami. He was 35. He has passed away. No cause of death has been given. Uh, so the coroner's office list is at as pending. He was uh, staying at a sober living home. And uh, I guess he had struggled with drugs in the past. Huh. A kid actor in Hollywood struggling with drugs. Go figure. Anyway, uh, we don't know why Evan uh, died at 35. And it doesn't say that. So I don't know why you're looking at me like, oh, that's what it is. It doesn't say that. Not once in this story. So we don't know that. Rest in peace, Evan Ellenson. Okay, so this is kind of cool. The mobility of a man with advanced Parkinson's disease has been restored using an electrical implant placed on his lower spine. This according to a study published yesterday. Experts caution that technology, if successful in expanded clinical trials, trials uh, would not be commercially available for five to ten years. Parkinson's is such a horrible disease. I had a family member who was diagnosed with I watched him get worse over the years. And he actually went around the country and said, I want to, he went to the VA, uh, the different uh, VAs around the country, and said, I want to be your guinea pig uh treat me i need use me to find a cure for this and uh at the uh, at close to the end they couldn't test him anymore because he had so many things done to him they wouldn't know what worked and what didn't and so nothing some things would work for a short period of time and then it would you know not pan out and parkinson's would come back and win the battle again um it's just a really really horrible disease so this patient was diagnosed with parkinson over 30 years ago and the disease led to significant mobility issues yeah it's really bad i i just remember uh, I remember my relative trying to eat, you know, he gets so angry because uh, his hand would shake and he couldn't bring the spoon to his mouth. And it was just the house that we lived, that he was living in was the house he built with his own hands and he couldn't even you know, feed himself. It was just, just really, really sad. So this disease led him to uh, fall up to six times a day. So two, two years ago, researchers inserted, inserted a neuroprosthetic device in his lower spine to send the signals to air areas of his body showing weakness the procedure corrected uh mark gothier's irregular manner of walking and allowed him to go for miles at a time without falling wow 
so maybe this is something that will help. I, I don't know. I sure hope it does. We have to find this is something that it would be wonderful to find a cure for. And there doesn't seem to be one uh, close. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Michael J. Fox and his foundation has uh, spent some a uh, bunch of money to try to find a cure and are getting closer. I don't know. Um, it's the second most, I didn't know this, Parkinson's is the second most common neurodegenerative disease in the world, afflicting over 6 million individuals. The disease stems from a premature decay of dopamine-producing neurons in the midbrain. Duh. I mean, how many... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you say you think Parkinson's, you think of uh, the premature decay of dopamine producing neurons in the midbrain. Duh. So treatments typically involve mimic mimicking dopamine in the relevant neural region, though, uh, yeah, efficacy declines over time. Nothing, nothing holds. Uh, very sad. So maybe this is something that will actually uh, actually help in for in long term format for people with Parkinson's disease. We can certainly hope and pray for that. Uh, an email uh, to the show, chewingthefatattheblaze dot com, from uh, Tucson. Uh, the email, love the show. Jeffy, well, thank you. Uh, appreciate it. Jeffy, maybe the pharmacists, uh, and referring to the pharmacists who are walking out around the country and Walgreens and CVS, uh, you know, because their their workload. I mean, holy cow. They've been, they're asked to work their shifts. <laughs> uh, sometimes people ask me, three questions at once and I, I just can't anyway so uh, maybe the pharmacist should ask their pharmacy text to be more helpful okay in, in this example uh, Tucson says I had to pick up a prescription for antibiotics I'm blind I asked the tech to read the label to me so I would know when to take the meds he said he had to get a pharmacist to read it to me I said I just need to know if I'm taking it twice a day or three times a day he went running for the pharmacist to read that information to me maybe the pharmacist could train their uh, text to read labels uh, yeah you know what uh, I, I got it and, and they ask you that all the time when you pick up prescriptions do you need some questions answered from the pharmacist uh, and I guess if you needed something uh, some other deep information you'd want the pharmacist but a simple question uh, like uh, you know how much do I take the tech should be able to answer that that's that's kind of embarrassing actually that's not legal okay uh, you know what I, I will take the word of Billy the tech behind the counter. It says here on the label, take it two times a day with food. Okay, thank you. Have a nice day. I'm pretty sure uh, that will that'll be okay. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Here we go again, another pod of orcas or herd of orcas attacked and sunk another yacht. Uh, I don't know what their deal is, but we need to put an end to this bat soon. Uh, we need to set these orcas straight. <laughs> 
So uh, in the Strait of Gibraltar, uh, the yacht was attacked by a herd of orcas. The tourism company that operated the vessel wrote uh, on their Facebook post that uh, they hit the steering fin for 45 minutes, causing major, major damage and leakage. Despite attempts to bring the yacht to port uh, by the captain crew and the rescuers uh i guess they had uh, rescuers there port tugs and the moroccan navy the unit sunk near the entrance to the port uh, the ship's crew was unharmed and evacuated to spain the attack is the fourth time a vessel has been uh sunk or sank by killer whales in the strait of gibraltar in the past two years researchers believe it's possible the killer whales are being coached to do this by white gladys an orca who they believe is taking revenge after suffering trauma either from fishing vessel or fishing nets that's right i forgot about white gladys she's coaching him hey there's one you guys go get that for killing my kid okay i've, I've suffered trauma <laughs> <laughs> that's a hey look uh, orcas are remarkably intelligent that's why i say uh when they start attacking your boat perhaps you could use a weapon and detour them oh look is that orcas attacking our yacht if they're that intelligent, uh, maybe they'll learn their lesson. They'll look back at White Gladys and say, hey, they are uh, they're shooting at us. So I know you want us to take revenge, but uh, we're getting shot at. And if White Gladys says, no, go, you know, in orca language, no, go, attack, attack. I've been traumatized. And they go back to the yacht, perhaps a, and then a, would detour them i know they say that they're you know remarkably intelligent and they can teach different techniques and orcas are tearing open great white sharks and sucking out their livers <laughs> that's what it says here uh they've recorded these orcas i guess tearing open white sharks and sucking out their livers not sure what that has to do with sinking yachts but uh so i'm just saying uh perhaps we need to do some warning signs uh some warning shots to the killer whales you don't have to shoot them although Look, if they keep attacking, uh, you got to put them down. It's just the way it is. Humans first, okay? I, I don't. I believe that. I don't care. Oh, they're so smart and they're communicators and they've been in the sea forever. Stop attacking humans, okay? I know White Gladys has you uh, under her <laughs> under her spell of uh, being traumatized and as making you sink fishing vessels but uh when you start attacking uh yachts with humans on them uh we're gonna have to put you down you know maybe you just start traveling with a with a whale skull on your yacht just to show them hey uh could be you all right don't be attacking this yacht because i know we found a uh a dolphin skull in a piece of luggage last week, according to U.S. Customs and Border Protection, uh, the luggage was separated from its owner on an international flight re-entering the U.S., was scanned through an x-ray at Detroit, uh, Detroit Metro, and the skull-like shape was detected. And they said, hey, uh, we need to take a look at that. And upon further inspection, they realized that it was a dolphin skull. Now, I 
guess it's you're not supposed to have a dolphin skull. According to this, the possession of wildlife items, especially those of protected animals, is prohibited. We take wildlife smuggling seriously. But he wasn't smuggling wildlife. He had a skull. So, I mean, it was already dead. Uh, okay, well, anyway, it says here that... Uh, the uh, some fish and wildlife products are subject to restrictions, permits, and uh, prohibited prohibitions when entering and leaving the country, including wild birds, land or marine mammals, reptiles, fish, shellfish, mollusks, and invertebrates, and any animal part or product to include skins, tusks, bones, feathers, or eggs. So the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service is now in possession of the skull and will be investigating further. <laughs> I say just uh, tape those skulls on your yacht and let the whales take a look at them and just leave them up to let the whales know. Uh, okay? Yeah. You tell White Gladys we're coming for you. All right, go ahead, White Gladys. You can tell your other herd of killer whales to attack the yachts, but they're going to see the skulls up there and uh, maybe not mess around. <laughs> I mean, I, I like the idea of that. And I know they found, they just, I saw a story the other day. Oh, shoot. They found a, a human skull at a Florida thrift store. First of all, I love thrift stores and I love Florida thrift stores. So apparently uh, some guy is uh, down in a Fort Myers and he's going uh, through a thrift store and he says, uh, hey, uh, that looks like a real human skull there. <laughs> and so then he, he contacts the sheriff's office. What are you doing? If you're at a thrift store and you're, oh, I've got to call the police. That could be a human skull. So he calls the police. I mean, good for you. See, say, see something, say something, right? You're at a thrift store. Is that a human skull? Yeah, I guess so. Oh, I better call the police. Okay. So then he calls the police and they showed up and they, they find the skull and they believed it to be human. The store owner said, hey, I bought a storage unit uh, that I purchased years ago. The skull was in the storage unit. So now the sheriff's office is going to work with the medical examiner's office and they're going to test the skull and they're going to try to find out you know, what's going on. They said, oh, it's not suspicious in nature. We just can't have human skulls at thrift stores. Why not? I mean, <laughs> we don't know what human it is, Jeff. Oh, okay. Never mind. I say put that on the yacht, too. Let all white Gladys see human skulls and dolphin skulls and orca skulls. Let them hang off that yacht. Then bring it on, white Gladys. Let's see what you got now. Subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.